Hey, we wrote a book. It's called Bat Digest, The Independent Bat Buyer's Guide. It is a bat-fitting book that is now available on Audible. That's right, it's an audiobook. So those of you who hate to read or you're driving in your car and you're like, I don't have time to read, yo. I'd listen to a book, but I wouldn't read a book. This is your moment. Look in the description, there's a link to Audible. You can go and buy the book. It's about two hours. If you don't like the sound of my voice, you can two-time speed that bad boy and rock and roll. You get the six steps of buying the best bat every single time, as well as some absolute ranting and raving by us on the industry. It is. It, it should just warm your soul, and our expectation is you listen to it over and over and over again until you leave a five-star rating, and uh, you'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. On Audible, check it out. We're so excited for it. We're so excited for people like you to listen to it. The first book ever on bat fitting. Welcome to Bat Digest, the podcast today. In the mound visit, we take your questions. You can submit questions too if you have them at batdigest.com forward slash advice. That's batdigest.com forward slash advice. We have eight questions today, but before we jump into them, we want to make a comment about the rest of the year. As you know, Christmas is here. We're, we're way under two weeks. Absolutely going to just come after us. We have been, I mean, for us, we feel like we've been pumping out these podcasts, which is great. We've got a ton of great feedback. But the like and the subscribe, it helps other people find it and really encourages us to keep going. I read a stat somewhere that something like the top 50 podcasts make 125% of the revenue for all podcasts. The bottom thousands, like literally thousands and thousands of podcasts on the bottom end, cost money to do. They're doing it. So we're not, we're not complaining about that. We're just simply pointing out that the more people that can listen to it, then the longer this thing gets to exist. As you might imagine, disseminating information on baseball bats. I mean, how many how many avenues are there really? It's hard to say that YouTube needs any more bat reviews, right? I mean, would you say that? There's there's some great ones out there, but you look and there's like 50 now. The question is, what else is a useful medium in terms of contributing to the consumption and understanding of performance bats besides a podcast? We feel like this is a, a really good useful way. It's how we consume information by podcast, not necessarily about bats, but about other stuff. We love podcasts. We like listening to them. We like listening to good ones. So for reals, if you get a second, no matter where you're listening, press that thumbs up button, that like, that subscribe button, leave a review. Uh, fantastic. And if you hate it, if you hate it and you want to leave a bad review, then, you know, don't just send us an email and say, Hey, you should really do this. Or you should really do that. Or you should really have me on as a guest or find someone else. Our point of all of that is, is really this. We're going to take a little bit of a hiatus until the beginning of the year. The truth is right now, and bats are really boring right now, frankly. Everyone sort of bought their bat for Christmas. I mean, you really have, what, maybe two or three more days if you want to make sure that it's going to be here by Christmas. And so really until the second or third week of January is when it starts to pick up and people start warming up for that spring that's hopefully coming around, you know, March and April. So don't think we've disappeared. Don't think we've disappeared. We're going to answer some questions, and we'll probably get more questions, and we might pop one of these up maybe closer to the new year especially as the questions start to pile up. But don't think we've gone anywhere. If you don't see an episode next week or maybe even the week after that, we might repost something or do something really simple from our website. We hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. We got eight questions today. Let's jump right in. First question comes from Rob out of Florida. He says, 2016 D. CF8 question. I asked... I often see the neon green version of this selling for mounds and mounds of cash for reals, while the neon orange version selling for under a hundred bucks. Question one, 
is there a difference in the two different colored versions of the same model and drop? Question two, U-Triple-S-A has this bat as legal, but PG has this bat as illegal. Do you know if both the green and the orange are illegal, assuming you have not had it retooled in Perfect Game? Yeah, Rob, what a fun question to think about. And honestly, it's been a little while since we've thought of these bats, but uh, off the top of our head here, the difference between the orange version and the, the green version is the barrel size. So the, the orange version is a two and five eighths. The neon green one is a two and three quarters. If we remember right, let's look that up really fast before we say something stupid. Yeah, so so the green version, the neon green version sells for like a thousand bucks plus. Uh, that thing breaks like a paper tiger, but it hits the ball really, really hard. And it really is the predecessor for the 2017 version of the bat that became illegal. Whereas the predecessor for the 2017 bat that did not become illegal in the two and five eights was actually never made illegal. And that's the orange bat. So in people's minds, the DeMarini neon one is really a quote unquote illegal bat, but for some reason passed the test in 2016, but didn't pass it in 2017. Whereas that didn't happen for the orange bat. That's why I think in the market, you're going to see such difference in prices. So is there a difference between those two bats? Absolutely. There is, there is the difference between those two bats one people claim is hot that's the neon green one and others the orange is just a just a normal bat it's illegal at pg but not illegal uh, the green one is the orange one is not so why well uh, that's a great question for a perfect game and something we sort of shake our head at you know the cynic tinfoil hat person in us would say the reason is because some of these companies need to get these older bats out of the market and the faster they can get them out of the market the more they can sell the new stuff for and so one way to get stuff out of the market is to either one change the certification standard or two make them illegal we would be surprised to find out like in the dark corners of the illuminati bat decision-making basement wherever that might be demarini and perfect game are somehow colluding to get their old bats out of the market. We're not saying that DeMarini doesn't want that to happen. We're just saying that it's just it's just not happening. It's more than likely that Perfect Game, for whatever reason, because literally, if you've ever been to a Perfect Game tournament, you'll see that green bat, especially the white and green bat and the old green bat, used all the time. There's clearly a sense among those players, and maybe in reality as well, that that bat is actually hotter than the limit. And so Perfect Game, on their own volition, they didn't say they came out with like a test and like went and tested it at the U-Triple-S-A place. They just said, hey, this bat is illegal. That happened, if we remember right, was it the beginning of 2021 or maybe the end of last year? But in, in any case, that sort of came out of the blue. That perfect game said, hey, this green bat, not legal. Orange bat, nobody cares about. Although, by the way, orange bat's plenty good, folks. Orange bat's plenty good. Same composite, same handle, same connection piece. It's it's like a really similar bat. It just has a two and five-eighths barrel, not the two and three-quarters. But maybe that difference of, you know, one, what is that? Is that an eighth of an inch? Three-quarters to... Five-eighths to three-quarters. Yeah, yeah, five-eighths to six-eighths, right? Yeah, so one-eighth. So that one-eighth of an inch, maybe that changes the composite structure enough to where that bat, once it gets worked in, is hot. We had that old... Uh, we had actually both of those old bats, and I remember that green one was absolutely fire until it broke, you know. So I don't understand how people are paying $1,000 for a bat that's going to break literally in, in less than six months. I guess they really want that extra two or three feet, or at least the perceived idea of maybe they're going to get three or four feet extra. But, you know, if you spend any time listening to this podcast, you know how we feel about people paying thousands of dollars for bats. It's insanity. It's absolute insanity, Rob. So there you go. Hopefully that answers your questions. Good luck on looking at after that CFA. Great bat. Great old bat, right? I wish it, if it was 250 bucks, I'd say buy it all day. But it's not. Instead, you have to go to find a CFZ in 2019 that's like 150 bucks, 200 bucks. Buy that one all day. All right, this question comes from Josh out of Michigan. It says, I have a 13U baseball player in the seventh grade. He's not a big kid, but he's average size. Not a great deal of core arm strength. Unfortunately, he's not a very fast either. So he has to hit line drives to get on base. All right, fair enough. 
Don't we all? Don't we all? I kind of feel like that. Uh, from re reviewing your research and reviews, it sounds like he needs a balanced U-Triple-S-A bat with a light swing weight. So usually when we say balance, we're referring to the swing weight uh, and balance being the same as light swing weight. But anyways, we're, we're, we're going to keep going. But it sounds like he needs a light swinging U-Triple-S-A bat. Unfortunately, I keep getting, quote, lost on your website and can't find the quote right bat. Fair enough. I, I think what you might be saying is there's what I, I think we say, too, which is like how it's just filled with information. Like... Could someone just tell me the bat to buy for crying out loud? Stop like giving me another link, another bat to read about. Like I just can't, I can't stop. I think that's what you're saying. If that is great, if there's some like functionality issue that you're like a, a link's not working, let me know that too. I would love to fix it. In lots of ways, we're a one man band here. There's not a ton of money in reviewing bats if you if you haven't guessed. But in, in any event, I keep getting quote lost on your website. Can't find the quote right bat. Of course, I don't want to spend a lot up to like 150 bucks as I'll need to buy a new bat when he hits high school. I'm leaning towards buying a drop five so he can use it this year and next. Please send uh, your thoughts or send me some links to some good bats. They don't need to be the newest model of the year, but I prefer to buy a new bat as you never know what the previous owner did with the used bat. Great question, Josh. And man, we just, every time we get a question like this, we just feel it. We just, oh, Josh, we have been there. We are there. We are, there's so many dads and moms out there. Like we just unite around this problem, which is like, there are so many bats. Everything I read says, this bat's amazing or this bat hit bombs. And it's like, well... Great, but which one should I get? Uh, let me tell you a couple things maybe to think through uh, and then maybe get you a little, maybe less lost. The biggest problem I see with what you're trying to do here is that you have, you want to spend up to 150 bucks because you don't want to buy a new bat because it's going to hit high school here soon. And yet you also want to stay new. It, uh, unfortunately, for $150, it's going to be pretty much impossible to get a performance type bat in a brand new, new and wrapper. There might be some old deals on there. December, as you may have heard, is a really terrible time to try to find a deal on bat. Companies are just sticking it to us. They're just sticking it to us. Now, if you have 150 bucks and you can wait until maybe Black Friday next year, great. Great time to do it. But December, unfortunately, not a great time to find a good deal on a bat. If you want to go drop five, performance bat, new and wrapper, really the only option is to go with like an old Cat 7, which I think Just Bats, in fact, we, we just had looked yesterday, Just Bats has some drop sevens, some drop fives, and a cat seven, the silver version that you can that you can check out. You also can find an Omaha out there in a drop five. But that's really where we would stay. They're not the lightest swinging bats, but again, if you want a super light swinging bat in a drop five, a brand new, you're going to have to go for like a two-piece composite, and the two-piece composite's going to cost you, you know, 300 to $400, unfortunately. But that is just the nature of the beast. So we're, we're just going to stop right there, Josh, and not because we don't have more information, but we don't want to fall on this rabbit hole of giving you more and more and more and more things to think about and this feeling of being lost, like, well, all you're doing is just naming out bats. So we're going to keep it really simple. Drop five, Omaha, go to Just Bats. I see one on here for $169, $179. Depending on what size you want, you can also get down to about $159. If you don't like that one, uh, you want a bat that may be a little cooler, then look at that Cat 7. Oh, that one's $180. And that's about as close as you're going to get to 150 bucks for performance. Somewhat light swinging bat in the drop five space. There you go. There you go. Just do it. Just go for it. Just go for it. And it, you can hate us later, but we really think you'll be just perfectly fine with a bat just like that. All right, here's a question from Nate from Wisconsin. It's a good one, too. This is a generic question to help 13U players select bats as they transition to BB Core but I'll use a specific example. What bats have a lighter swing weight? End-loaded drop five USA bats or balanced swinging BB core bats of the same length? I know it always depends, but would a 31-inch Voodoo, for example, in a drop five, swing heavier than a drop three BB core Voodoo one? 
in the same length. And and the answer the answer is Nate. Almost always the bat that's BB core that's drop three has a heavier swing weight than the drop five, even if it is balanced. We could ask a similar question just to sort of go along your thinking here. Does an end loaded drop ten swing heavier than a light swinging drop eight? So there's a two ounce difference in there. And the answer is almost never. We find that each drop moves about 10% total, so 10% total in swing weight, whereas each each inch also moves about 10% total. So there's no there's no overlap when it comes to a super heavy drop five U- USA bat and a super light swinging drop three BB core bat in the same exact length. Now, if we had to guess, we would probably take a bat like the Easton Maxim 360 from 2020, which is a very light swinging bat, and compare that maybe to something like a like maybe like the goods in a drop five, which is actually a really heavy swinging bat. And they're just not, even in the same length, they're just not going to be the same swing weight. You're still going to find the BB core bat is heavier. Those two extra ounces, and I realize scale weight's its own kind of battle here, but those two extra ounces that you get in a BB core bat, really hard to be made up for in the distribution of the weight in a USA bat drop five. Fun question to think about, Nate, and you are you are asking the right right questions. That's been our experience. Now, is there, are there some crazy examples out there? There probably are some examples, but on the whole, we would never try to think that a drop five in an end load is going to swing as heavy as or as light as a, a drop three in a 31 BB core, even if in fact it is balanced. They might be close, but in terms of the transition you're talking about, it definitely goes drop five in 31 to a BB core in a 31. The, the big way to change the swing weight, of course, as you know, is just to change the length. Anyways, fun to think about, Nate. Hopefully that uh, answers your question. Good work out there. Hope, uh, hope the weather treats you well in Wisconsin. Next question comes from Dennis out of Pennsylvania. He says, want your opinion on what to get my son. He's a 10-year-old, 5'4", 125 pounds. He had a drop 10 uh, CF, 3121 that he broke in a few months. Oh, yeah. On the hit tracks, he, uh, he, the 2022 two-piece of the goods well but not sure a 3126 drop five would be the right fit versus the good one piece at 3123 drop eight, okay? I can't find the goods, the one piece in a drop eight anywhere to swing for testing. I'd like to know which bat you think is better, the two piece versus the one piece at the goods. He's a horse and it's why I'm considering the drop five, but by all means, you're the expert. Thanks, Dennis. Thanks for thinking we're the experts. Man, this is this is rubbed off. Uh, we, we, uh, we sure try. We appreciate that. For what it's worth, our 10-year-old swung a drop five. They had a 30-25 CF7. Uh, I remember getting that bat and thinking, am I the only person in the world buying a drop five for a 10-year-old? But it worked out really, really well. He swung it well, hit the crap out of the ball, looked good. There's something about, I think, getting to that drop five as soon as possible, especially for kids that are good that I think is super useful. So I, I wouldn't hesitate with that, assuming that he can swing it. And of course, you're going to have to be the judge on that. Uh, that would definitely be a unique for a 10-year-old. I would definitely try to stay short on that bat. So if you're at, a, say, a 3126 uh, drop five, I, I'd be a little hesitant. I'd probably look for the 3025. But, you know, again, you're going to be the judge if he swings that thing very well. And in our opinion, the goods is better than the goods one piece, especially for young kids. It's just it's just a better feel. It's the same exact kind of barrel. Performance is going to be exactly the same. The only difference you're going to get out of that bat is the feel of the bat. And there's something about that two-piece feel that we just we just like better. And kids just, they just like it better. I don't care what anybody says. Kids just like two-piece bats better on average, especially as they're growing, especially as they start seeing faster pitch speeds. My only concern, again, as yours is, is that maybe it's just a little too heavy, maybe a drop 10, especially in the 3126, the goods is probably a little bit too heavy. The goods one piece is going to swing a little bit lighter. But to your point, trying to find the drop eight, and it's kind of crazy to like, it's so irritating right now with bats. Uh, my guess is... If you can find a drop eight 
the goods, so just the, the two-piece in a 2022 and a drop eight in USSA, I'd say high fives all around. Let's get the 3123 and let's go rock and roll our 10U. But if you if you really want to go to that drop five, I think maybe a 3025 would be a great pick. And, and honestly, either one, I don't think you're going to be disappointed with the good single or the goods two-piece. The fact that he comes from the CF, uh, and it sounds like he had success with it, although the thing broke in like two months, I just think he's going to like the feel of that two-piece bat way better and the fact you can't find the goods one in a drop eight anywhere to test is wonderful. It's like, great, it wasn't meant to be. We couldn't find it. It's too stiff anyways. It's a perfectly reasonable bat, but I just think you're going to like that goods. I think he's going to like that goods two-piece, so the goods bat, better than, than the one-piece, especially if he comes from the CF. Your question is, is should we go to a drop eight, 31-23, or if we really want to go drop five, we're going to go a 30-25 or a 31-26. Eh, man, these questions are always like... Sometimes they're splitting hairs, but sometimes they mean a ton. I think our, our general sense is a 31-23 is where we would go if you can't find that for some reason. Then maybe a 30-25, the goods, U S A 2022. Tell us how he likes it, Dennis. We hope that's helpful. Thanks for reaching out. Next question comes from Tiffany. It says, fast pitch question from an eighth grader. Are you an eighth grader or for an eighth grader? I don't know either way. Thanks for the question. Is there a hotter, more durable bat than the Ghost and or the new Ghost 2022-2020-21 uh, more durable than the Ghost Advanced 2019? Thank you. Answer is probably not. And that's that's it. There's definitely a bat that's more durable. But I don't think there's a bat that's more durable and hotter. As you probably have figured out, that's how this works, right? Bats that become more breakable, it's because they have more flex. And the way that they pass the test is that they become flexible before they pass the test they're supposed to break. Like that's built into the system. And so there's always this balance that companies use between making a super hot bat and making one that's durable. And there's this fine line that you sort of get to ride. We feel like the Easton Ghost has been on the side of way too breakable. I mean, anything after 500 hits in that bat is borrowed time. It's kind of like the CF from 2018, 19, and 20. We think the CF has got maybe a little bit better in durability, but maybe not a ton. So is there a bat that's hotter and more durable than the CF in baseball? Probably not. Is there a bat that's more hotter or, or as hotter and durable, more durable than the Ghost? Probably not. Now, with that said... We do think if you can work in a bat like the LXT from Louisville Slugger or the DeMarini CF, we also really like the new Slugger Meta in, in fast pitch. Those bats, we think, all work great and, and can get up to where that ghost is. But for, this, for that kind of fresh out of the wrapper hit, really nothing beats the ghost, but nothing also breaks as much as the ghost. Now, with that said, little inside information, not even sure we're supposed to say this yet, but next year, expect a new, like a new, new ghost, and I'm sure it's going to cost like $7,000, but they, I know they're working on some new stuff. Hopefully, it sort of fixes that problem with durability, but again, the more durability you fix, the less hot that's going to feel like out of the wrapper, and it's just not going to feel the same as that super hot ghost that broke really easy because it passed the limit also apparently really easy. So there you go. Thanks for the question, Tiffany. Hope that helps. Good luck out there. Next question comes from Ryan out of Nevada. Says, I'm looking to buy a bat for my niece for Christmas. She'll turn eight next July and we'll be playing in her first baseball league next spring at a girl. She is a complete beginner and I'm just now teaching her the basics. She's 48 inches tall, also known as four feet and 50 pounds. She'll need a USA bat, yikes, and certified bat. It's perfectly fine for a coach pitch league. I'm mostly wondering what length and weight to look for. 
I was thinking a 28-inch drop 11 or 12, but I'm not sure. Any advice would be great. Thank you. Hey, Ryan, we, we think uh, the 28 drop 12 is probably where you want to be. As we as you may have heard us say before, a few years ago, we did a, a massive survey of like 3,000 different players, and we basically asked two questions, which is what bat do you, well, how old are you? Give us your metrics, you know, how tall, are you taller, are you shorter, are you smaller, are you fatter, are you stronger? And then what size do you, what size bat do you swing? Do you like it? And we took all those and we ran some regressions, if you will, basically seeing what what variables are statistically significant in predicting the right size bat for someone. Thinking that things like height and weight and arm span and strength, all these things would actually play a factor in it. But crazy enough, we actually found that, that those didn't play a significant factor, which is so non-intuitive. And every bat size chart you ever look at shows how tall are you, how much do you weigh, and they show some scale as to how what length of a bat you should be swinging, which, by the way, makes no sense because length is not mass moment of inertia. It's not how hard it is to swing a bat, and you can get that length in any number of drops. So what's the point? What's the point? Any, anyways, so the one thing that we found that was significant, that is that predicted a happy bat user was their age. So we narrowed down the data points into a chart that simply gave people the size of the bat based on their age. And that's it. And we found that people are super happy when they just go off of this chart. So a seven-year-old should swing a 27.15, an eight-year-old should swing a 28.16. Now, if they're a little bit bigger, we found a little bit correlation there. You might want to go to a 29.17. But my guess is if she's a beginner, she's going to be perfectly happy with either a 27.15 or a 28.16 Either one of those are probably going to work fine. If she is, let's say, coordinated, if she's if she's athletic, if she if you can see that she like gets the hang of this really well, we'd probably go with the twenty eight sixteen. If she struggles to control the bat, we would drop down to that twenty seven fifteen, and that's really where we would be between those two sizes twenty seven fifteen or twenty eight sixteen. We would hesitate dramatically to go heavier than that, especially as a first year player in coach pitch type speeds. We think lighter is almost always better. So go for that 2816. That would be our that'd be our bet. That would be our bet. We hope that we hope that's helpful. And uh, good luck to her. Tell her to uh, you know elevate to celebrate. Good for her. Good for you. Good luck out there. Next question is from James, looking for a new bat for my 12 year old. He's tall for 12 years old. He's looking for a 32 inch drop five. All right, with a USA certification. I'm scared off of the 360 ADV because of durability issues, and you maybe should be, and I can't find a slugger select. I heard your podcast last week. Yeah, we were just thinking that. Uh, what are your thoughts on the 2022 DeMarini The Goods One Piece USA or the True T1 or T2 USA Drop 5? Great question, James. And isn't it so weird that we like we can't find bats that we actually want? Uh, it just blows our mind that like after and I know I know it's shipping issues. I know these guys are having trouble with it. But in terms of USA bats in a drop five, they're just so stinking hard to find. And really, if you if you can't find a slugger select, then really the answer is the the goods one piece USA drop five. But be aware that bat that bat's a heavy swinging bat. It's a heavy swinging bat. But so was the select in a drop five. So was the ADV three sixty in a drop five. And honestly, that's where we would go. We would probably stay away from the true T1 and T2 USA. Uh, those are more value type bats. And we don't think they're bad bats, by the way. You probably heard the true bats guy on a couple weeks ago. 
but we but we don't know that their USA bats are really up to snuff just yet. I think USSA and the rake and the hazardous are great. And maybe next year you'll see something like 2023 type stuff. If those are your options, and really they kind of are, you might want to look at a 2022 Demarini the Goods One Piece. The other bat we didn't mention last week, and I'm not sure why we didn't. We actually listened back to it. I'm like, why didn't we say the Velo? The 2022 Demarini the Goods 2022 line does come out with a Velo and a drop five, but that drop five swings quite light. So if he wants some weight, if he's a good hitter and he really wants, he wants and needs the weight that drop five can offer, the Velo's probably not going to be a good option. But if he's sort of, maybe he's in a league that forces a drop five, or maybe you're swinging like a short the goods or a short, you know, you're considering like a 30 inch one of these, you could probably get a 32 Velo in a drop five in USA. And they've been making that bet, I think for a few years and, and go for it. And I, and I think have a lot of success with that. But anyways, that would be our suggestion. Nothing wrong with the D-Marini, the goods one piece set for it swings heavy and it's definitely stiff. Uh, if you can't find the slugger select, which is super lame, but welcome to post-COVID bat world and the ADV360 scares you off a little bit because of durability issues, which we should also point out, we think the drop 11 had some serious durability issues. Clearly, we really don't think that's the case for the drop five. We really, we really don't. Uh, is it going to be as durable as a single piece like the Demarini, the Goods One Piece? No, but it's going to be way, way, way more durable than that Drop 11 was, and even more than the Drop 10 and the Drop 8. So it, that wouldn't be our concern, but we're not going to we're not going to say it shouldn't be your concern. If durability is high on your list, then Demarini, the Goods One Piece is going to be 100% durable. That thing's going to last through the millennium. Anyways, there you go. Thanks for reaching out, James. Hope uh, hope that helps. Good luck out there. Last question from Tracy, and it's a good one. Tracy out of California says, Hi, my son is 12, but plays up in 14U at a boy. He's 5'8", 100 pounds. He swings a BB core. He's looking, a very, looking for a very balanced bat that still has a good feel and good exit speeds. We do not have a budget. We are looking for a DeMarini or Slugger bat if possible. When someone says very balanced, I think that means very light. Is that is that we're talking? And, and it's funny the language in bats just hasn't been determined for me. Like balanced means it's like in the middle, but balanced really means it's like light. Like, anyways, I assume that means very light, which I think very balanced explains that. But I'm just making sure I'm understanding this correctly, and I'm buying time as the other part of my brain thinks. What bat would I really get if you want? a super light swinging bat, then the real answer, you, you, two options, uh, three options come to mind always. Number one, Easton Maxim. We love the Easton Maxim Ultra. We talk about it. The Ultra or the 360, we talk about it all the time, and yet nobody seems to believe us that bat is freaking fire, all right? It's fire. The bat is fire. Go look at Florida State. No, go look at Florida University. I forget. There's a college team that's the only bat they swing, and I look at them, and I'm like, you guys know what I know, that that bat is on fire. That bat swings ultralight, massive barrel, not cheap, but you don't have a budget. That's what I would probably get someone who plays 12U. Now, now to be sure, the bat's stiff. Huge barrel, but it's stiff. It's gonna be, it's not gonna be as flexible as a bat, uh, which is also a good option for him, which is a bat like the Quattro. Now the Quattro gets poo-pooed on because it doesn't have great durability. But if you want a light swing in a massive barrel, then I would go look. The, the new Quattro is just fine, the 2022, 2021. Now, if you want a bat that's not going to last very long, but it's absolute fire again, it's that 2018 Quattro Glow Stick yellow bat. And that that bat for a smaller hitter is gas. It's absolute gas, but it is going to break. And a lot of people who were okay with that, like in the CF in 2017, were just like, whatever, I just buy a new one. This is the name of the game. Bats break. That bat is absolute fire. The yellow Quattro, you can buy a 32-inch, I think, on close-up bats for like 250 bucks. It's just an absolute still. Although, again, it's going to break on you but I think you can get a little bit out of it. Great. And by the way, now that I actually read your question, 
You said you wanted in a Demarini or a Slugger. So, okay, forget everything I ever said. A Demarini CF is what you want. Sorry, it's a long, it's a, been a long podcast. Demarini CF, BB Core, that's what we would get. And really, that's your only option if you want to stay Demarini and Slugger. If you want a light swinging bat, that's going to work for a kid like him. You can't really get the meta. The meta actually swings a little bit heavier than the sweet CF. So if you want a very balanced bat, you want to be a great feel, big barrel, going to perform at max performance, absolutely the Demarini CF. But again, people are going to poo-poo on that bat because the connection piece isn't very stiff. And so if you want a stiffer version of the Demarini CF, then you just buy the Demarini Zoa. It's really just the same exact bat. They just made two of them with a different name and $50 more so they can make it a little more stiff and make us feel better about spending $50 more on a bat that was quote unquote different. I feel like we've become more crotchety as the podcast has gone on. Is that true? Are we, are we crotchety now? Are the answers like just all like, who cares? Burn it all down. No, Tracy. Great idea. Here's your great idea. Buy the Zoa. That's what we just decided. Buy the Zoa. Stiff bat, light swing, huge barrel. I mean, I'd probably buy it in a 31. Does a Zoa even come in a 31, guys? Does it come? I mean, at 12, you swing in a 32 inch. That just seems... That just seems really... Oh, yeah, it's a 31, baby. I would buy the 3128 from wherever you want to buy it. Buy it directly from DeMarini. Buy it from Dick's Sporting Goods. Buy it from Closeout Bats. Buy it from your local mom and pop shop. The 2022 DeMarini Zoa BB Core in a 31-inch... Light swing, huge barrel from De Marini, costs a fortune. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's honestly a fantastic bat. Stiff barrel. Stiff connection for a two-piece. You will love it. And there you have it, folks. The mound visit. If you have a question, feel free to submit it at batdigest.com forward slash advice. And have a great holiday. If we don't come out with one of these before Christmas, we'll definitely try to get one close to the new year. If not come January, for sure we'll be back on the train. But enjoy some time with family. And we will catch you in the new year. Mm -hmm.